UFC lightweight Stevie Ray. What's going on, man? Good to get you back on the show. Uh, how's life right now? Yeah, it's good, man. Uh, just trying to train away, do what I can. Um, what about you? All good? Yeah, you know, best I can do. You know what I mean? That's that's all we can do, I guess. Uh, I see you got three children. You're not a single man. How's uh, the lockdown with with that many people in the house running around? Yeah, I have four. Four children. Oh, four uh, children. Okay, four yeah, children. Yeah. <laughs> that's even yeah, more. Yeah, I've just... I've got a daughter. She's a bit, what was she been? Nearly four months. So okay, yeah, kind of you know, addition. But yeah, four kids and a dog as well. So um, <laughs> I don't get. I've not got the problems of being bored or what to do. Kind of busy all the time. with looking after the kids and stuff. So, but yeah, it can be tough trying to keep them entertained. Um, you know, being been in the house boring for them so just trying to entertain them sometimes the difficult part of that or stop them from fighting and arguing and that's all good <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's probably the hardest part of the lockdown is like you said keeping them separate and not fighting and and it's, i could only imagine you know what i mean if uh what that is like uh but uh, it seems like you're handling it well, you know. It's how long has it been since you guys been in quarantine? Um, I think it's been seven weeks. Seven Maybe weeks. Uh, yeah, about seven weeks. I'm sure it is. We've got another two weeks um, until we find out what else is what else is happening. But yeah, my my daughter was having seizures a while back, so that was even more tough. Uh, she's got epilepsy. So this is something new that we've just figured out. Um, she was having like seizures every day, um, every hour. Uh, for she was having them every hour for about three weeks. Um, so we were in and out of the hospital as well, um, having to be with her. And because the lockdown stuff, there was only one parent that would be allowed, and we we couldn't switch on that either. So I did five days in the hospital the first time. That was tough. And then the second time we went in, we were just in like a, a day each, um, me and my partner. So, but yeah, she's better now. She's not having them. The medicines under, like she's got medicine that's controlling them now. So, yeah, it's all good. Man, that must have been a rough time right there for the for a couple of weeks. Very uncertain, right? Of, like how it's happening and and uh, what was. How did you figure it out? How did you figure out like what kind of medicine? It seems like not all medicine works for uh, epilepsy. Uh, well, she got an EEG, which is like where they put all the electrode kind of mm -hmm. things on your head. And luckily, she had a seizure during it because um, I think that's what they want. They want they want to see the seizure uh, while it's getting that test done. She had um one just as it was going on and i was like oh typical um now she's not probably not gonna have one so they managed to capture it just at the end and they said that the epilepsy specialist said that they think it's coming from the frontal lobe uh like this kind of part here um which controls the frontal lobe of the brain i think it controls like motor like muscle and um all that kind of stuff so and and they kind of thought that anyway that it was focal seizures, which means it's affecting one part of the brain. Um, it's not quite the generalized seizure, which is like a tonic. That could be a tonic clonic where they totally shake and um, go really stiff. She was just 
uh, kind of stiffening a little bit, but yeah, just glad it's under control because that, like, never mind the lockdown. The lockdown was easy compared to that. Um, yeah. Because she was, she would literally have them any point. She she could be running around playing, just looking normal, and then next thing she's on the floor having a a seizure. So, uh, yeah, that was way tougher. And so, like because it could happen at any point, we we couldn't let her climb up the stairs anymore. Uh, couldn't really let her climb on stuff, and she's only just turned five, so she wants to climb and do all mm. the, those stuff. So yeah, sometimes she would fall smack her head on the concrete outside wow. bruises all over her body because anytime she had one she would like fall and hurt herself so oh that was yeah that was really stressful but i'm just glad that um after the eeg they put her on a medicine called carbamazepine um and they have to start it at a low dose um and build it up so we had to wait until she was on like the full dose um and went when she got to 4.5 milligram um, twice a day, that's when the seizures stopped. So she's not had one in nearly two weeks or something. So I'm pretty confident that that's the, you know, the medicine controlling them now. So yeah. hopefully I don't have to see all that again and go through it. Yeah, that's great news. Uh, did you ever try to uh, look into CBDs? I'm pretty sure you probably know about that, right? It's just yeah, something yeah. people use now. Uh, the, the only thing, I, I even tried the CBD as well, but um, it made her kind of better in between, uh, but didn't really stop the seizures. And whether I, I needed to put it up a bit or um, whatever, but and then the epilepsy specialist said, you can't really interfere with the medicine that she's on the now. And mm. uh, so giving her CBD, that can end up stopping the, med the medicines that they're giving us from actually working. It could make it worse. And so it was such a hard thing to kind of do so we're just like after the EEG they said look we think it's frontal lobe epilepsy carbamazepine's a good medicine for that type so and we just had to wait until the doses went up each week um so but I was definitely thinking about using CBD like if the those medicines didn't work uh but yeah luckily that's under control now so touch wood that She's fine yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hopefully this, it never happens again, man. That medicine continues working and, and you don't have to deal with it ever again. Now, uh, I see that uh, you've been working on a, no, I see that your weight is up. I was watching some of the videos that you put out. I see your weight is up pretty high or it got pretty high, almost, almost to 90, almost to 90. Yeah, yeah. 89 you know? kilos. Was. You that's, enjoy that's life. The heaviest, that's the heaviest I'll ever really get to. I've been 90 just touching 90 after surgery uh, one time um, well probably a few weeks after surgery but yeah it's tough uh, it, don't get me wrong it's nothing to do with the lockdown nothing to do with like don't get me wrong the thing that was happening with Myla my daughter you can't train if I'm in the hospital having to look after her and stuff mm. but uh, it was more my knee like just um, even the now like I've done a I done a thousand rep workout in the house earlier. Um, it's kind of bothered my knee a little bit now, um, so it's like it's like a little water balloon. Um, it's not went too swollen, so I'm hoping it doesn't go too crazy yet. But yeah, just constant knee problem. Um, I have a I got an MRI and it gave me all these big words, but I've later kind of found out that it's basically just 
osteoarthritis. Um, and I'm at the later stages, I think, because it said that I have a thing called subral or subchondral cirrhosis, mm-hmm. which shows up in the later stages of arthritis. Um, and that's basically where the bone, uh, either below or above the cartilage, starts to harden. Um, so it goes harder than even like a healthy bone. Um, so I think. I'm not sure if like my knees out of alignment as well. There's a thing that you can get done. Um, I can't remember the name the name of it, but uh, it's basically where they like trim your bone and stuff. I don't know if I'll eventually need that, but when I found out that it's basically arthritis, I've got I've got like bone spurs and stuff as well. So I think that's like little bones that are growing out of the actual bone. Uh, I've not got the best of knees, but I'm just like you know what. If, uh, if there's nothing that can kind of get done to fix it, I'm just going to need to man up and try and train around it, train a bit smarter maybe. Um, but the problem is it swells no matter what I do. Uh, even going for a walk, going for a walk, it'll swell. Cycling, swimming, all the stuff that they say is good for your knees or, or better than like maybe running. But I'm just trying to work around it, get back in shape. My motivation's back. I want to get back in uh, the octagon soon um, and really make make a make a go at this. Um, I've just done thirty, so I'm not I'm not too old yet. I've still uh, probably got a good few years left in me. Um, and if if my knee was healthy, I'd probably be in my prime right now because I feel like the smartest kind of um, and yeah, like I've got the I've got the mental aspect of the game, I think, where like I would train as hard as I could and um, be in the best physical shape. Like I wouldn't take any shortcuts. I would do what's necessary to try and be the best in the world. It's just a stupid knee. I need somebody to give me a knee. <laughs> <laughs> knee transplant, that's what you need, right? Yeah, probably. I prob- that is probably what I need. I need a knee replacement, but... I don't think you can get one of those and then still fight. I think that's something like after the mm. career. I know it's Michael Bisman got one, um, but he's retired now. So, yeah, most likely I'm going to have knee replacements probably early. It's pretty. It's it's incredible that you had those knee problems during the Michael Johnson camp, and you went in. You actually flew across the world first, went in there, beat Michael Johnson with those knee problems that you had and then you pulled out of your next fight because the knee problems just was just too too much right was the pain that bad yeah it's just even, even like now it's sore than now as well but the problem was is i couldn't train so for the michael johnson fight like i did have those problems a lot of the camp as well but i was already kind of in shape and it was getting closer to the fight but there was times where like my knee was goosed at message my coach and I'd be like I'm not coming to wrestling today my knee's agony it's like a balloon um it's really swell up I'm just going to be sitting on the couch icing it and then the next day I'm like still no great I'll try and go for a swim um so I'm going swimming instead of sparring and or or like I like to go to the track and do sprints and just do everything that I feel like I need to do um if I feel like you know 
I need to do something to be the best me. I will go and do it. But yeah, the knee was just getting in the way of everything. Um, so that wasn't the best ideal camp either. Um, but I made it to the fight. That I don't care how sore it is in the fight. I mean, I'll I'll hit I'll hit him with the knee. Uh, I'll try and pull it off and whack him with it. But um, it's more just the training to get in shape and doing the right stuff to get to the fight. So two weeks before the Johnson fight, it's swollen right up like a balloon, and I'm obviously scratching my head. I'm like, oh, am I going to make it to this fight? A lot of stress. I go to the hospital, I ask the guy, like, what can I get done? And this is the guy that last did my surgery on on the knee. And he's basically just saying to me, um, he's like, your knee's fucked. Um, I mean, I think he said, like, yeah, your knee... He was like, you have a really bad knee. You have a really bad knee. And just kept repeating that, Kenny. Like, there's nothing that can fix your knee. Your knee is just really bad. You're going to need re- knee replacement probably in the near future. Uh, and there's nothing we can do, basically. I'm like, Christ, what do I do? Um, so I said, is there anything you can do to just help me temporarily? And he says, well, I can give you a cortisone injection. Um, so I had to make sure that that was allowed and all that, and it is. So I got a cortisone, and he said that it would maybe help me for the next two weeks to a month. So I'm like, great, that'll help me get to the fight at least. So it did, it helped me, because um, he drained it a bit as well. Because um, it's only really, my knee's only really slow, sore when it swells up, and that's all the time. So when he drained it, it wasn't sore for a bit. I made it to the fight, um, fought the fight, and then, yeah, after it, because I was throwing leg kicks and stuff, my knee and my ankle and my whole shin was like a balloon. And ever since then, so since October, my knee has just been rubbish. I, I accepted a fight with Mark Diacese, um for the London card. And, yeah, like, I think first week or first few weeks, even training, knees blowing up, I'm having to sit off four days off training as long as that trying to painkillers uh, sorry anti-inflammatories icing it and me and James are just like nah we can't do this the whole camp um, so I pull out um, and then yeah the, the London card didn't happen anyway I maybe should have kept going I would have got paid for it <laughs> I think some of the fighters got paid but yeah so that's just the situation I'm in the now um I'm working around that. I'm trying to get in shape, and I cannot wait to get just back in there and fight. Just hopefully, my knee allows me to do what I can, I suppose. Um, but it might mean that I'm going to need to limit what I do. I might not be able to kick as much, and I might need to just maybe go in and box. And I'm not sure if I can wrestle. And oh, I don't know. It's rubbish, but I'll just need to do what I, what I need to do. Um, with with Vegas and the PI, have you have you talked to them about your knee yeah, and so, seen what they yeah, can do? Yeah, I spoke to all of them, Heather uh, and kind of Kyle, all the kind of physio strength conditioning team, and they did say that they think maybe stem cells would maybe help. Um, so I was working with the UFC to try and get stem cells because because I've said this has been since the fight as well. Um, since the Johnson fight, so I think it was like under the insurance still. So I was in the process of maybe going to LA to get the stem cells 
So my plan was, Michael had done the kind of plan. He's like, right, let's get you to LA. We'll get you the stem cells. We'll spend maybe four days in LA or, or a week. Um, then go to Ve- then come to Vegas, the PI, and do two weeks of kind of rehab. So I'm like, brilliant, three weeks. And this is just before the whole COVID um, shutdown of the world. Um, but just before even that happened, Michael then came back and said, oh, wait, the UFC are, are asking questions. They're asking, like, why does he really need this? So I don't know if the UFC have maybe found out that it's an expensive thing and they're like, well, does he really need this treatment? Is it going to work? Uh, which is fair enough. But I'm just going with, you know, what the PI people have told me and what they think is best. And they're the best guys in the world, so... Uh, so I'm not sure what's happening with that. If I'm, you know, once the kind of everything gets back to normal, if I'm going to get stem cells or I have heard that another treatment as well that one of them recommended that's hyaluronic acid mm-hmm. injections. So you can get hyaluronic acid injected into the knee, and that that's like a a, a lubricant. It's like a lubricant that would go in between the bones, and because I suppose that's what why I'm getting the pain. My bones rubbing off my bone. Uh, I've not got any cartilage in my left knee, um, especially on the the outside, the the weight bearing part. So if I run, walk, anything like that, where I'm moving the knee, it's rubbing both the bones are rubbing together, and then it causes the inflammation and the soreness. Uh, so I that, that's pretty much what I'm at. I'm hoping to just. I can get the that hyaluronic acid injection here in Scotland, so that's I think the next step. I'm I'm gonna, but even that, then now it's hard to even get an appointment to get that because they're only taking emergencies and stuff. I think. So yeah, that's the bit I'm at. I'm gonna try that first, and if the UFC PI people think that stem cells can help, then I'll go and do that as well, um, and I'll do whatever I can to give my last kind of. I'm like, this is maybe my last chance. You know, I've just signed a new four-fight contract. I'm coming off the biggest win in my career, probably, and Michael Johnson. Um, and some of the guys he's beat, even when I watch and I remember myself, like some of the guys he's fought, and it's not even that long ago. Like, he knocked out Dustin Poirier um, a few years back. He fought Khabib. I'm like, He beat Ferguson. Aye, so, yeah, beat Ferguson years ago, but still, like, he's been still. in there... He's been in there with Diaz, Poirier, mm. Khabib, Gaethje. I'm like, fuck it, put me in with those guys. <laughs> I, I know, like, no joke. Um, I, I'd fight anybody. I, I'd, I'd fight uh, if UFC asked me to fight Khabib in six weeks or, or even the Mora. If I could make weight, then I would do it. Um, so I'm like, fuck it, just start giving me these guys. Um, before I was maybe thinking, you know, about. I want to be fighting these guys when I'm on the right money, obviously, because um, it's not really fair if I'm fighting Khabib and I'm only getting what I'm on the now. Uh, but now I'm just like, especially with the knee, I'm like, just give me give me these top guys. I want top 15 guys now. Um, guy, and, and there's some of the guys, obviously, stylistically, there's maybe certain guys that are better for me, but... Um, Looking at the top 15, even Poirier, I'm like, 
fuck, I'd, I'd love to fight him. I know they wouldn't have given him because he's like, you know, he's probably in the mix with the top five people. But and then I think about it, I'm like, well, I just beat the guy that last knocked you out, so why not? Um, aye, uh, there's a few few kind of names I want to... Don Madge has been speaking his mouth about he's not really top 15 or anything like that, but I'd like yeah, what's to... Yeah, uh, what's that? Is he just... Do you guys have something before, nah, or is he just called you to, out? Yeah, he's just kind of called me out. To be honest, we actually spent a weight cut in the sauna together, and he was sound. We were speaking, and we were being sound, and then I think, I don't know, maybe he's just like thinking, you know what, Stevie Ray's beat some good guys, and he's got a name for himself a little bit. Um, I, he maybe thinks he can beat me, and he's like, you know what, I'll try and get that fight, but Yes, I'd like to shut him up. I think I'd whip his ass. So um, if the UFC want to put that together, uh, this is what he doesn't understand as well. Oh, it's so annoying when he's like signed a contract and or I'm like I've not been given any contract to the UFC. (laughs) Any contract I've ever been given, I signed straight away. Look at the guys I've fought: Paul Felder, Michael Johnson, Leonardo Santos. Uh, Joe Lozon, Ross Pearson, like I don't need the client fights. I'll whoever the UFC give me, I I do it. Um, so I, if the UFC want to make that happen, I will sign it. I'll kick his ass uh, and shut him up. But, but but you just said you signed a new four fight deal. You know you feel like this is this is my prime. This is this is my last run. I need to fight the biggest names. And and, yeah. and add to my resume. That's the attitude, right? That's the mentality you have right now. Yeah, that's what I'm like. I'm like, well, I've just beat Michael Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. He's a kind of big name. He's beat, but he's beat and fought big names. Uh, so I'm like, fuck it, just give me the guys. I like think looking at the top fifteen. I'd, I think I could beat Poirier. I think I could beat, uh, Cowboy, mm-hmm. Anthony Pettis. Uh, yeah, Ally Aquinta. I'm like, I'd love to fight any of those guys. Um, Cowboy wouldn't be that bad. That'd be yeah. a good matchup. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm. I think the next. I think I'm gonna change my whole game plan and stuff as well. I'm just gonna go in and try and kill guys now. Like mm-hmm. I know, easier said than done. Might be different when you get in there, but. I prefer how I used to fight, like just go in there and try and take the guy out. Now I'm a bit more calculated and you've got to worry about maybe not going all out and gassing yourself out and um, saving your energy, I suppose, and just being smart. But I think I'm going to get back to just going in there and trying to kill the guy in the first round. But obviously save the energy for round two and three as well. But I want to be exciting. Like It doesn't really matter about the wins. It does for the UFC, obviously, but they want to see an entertaining fighter as well. So I, I want to go in there and try and entertain, try and take guys out, get finishes and get bonuses and how I used to fight. Um, well, again, it, it takes two to do that as well. You need you need another guy, kind of, because um, I've had some fights where I've wanted to do that and the other guys kind of made it boring. But give me an exciting fighter, a, a good name. Uh, and let's do it. Nate Diaz is another guy I think I'd beat. Uh, so, aye, ho- hopefully the UFC do give me a, a big name, give me the chance to to show it. They've, they've already given me Johnson, which 
a lot of people found strange because I'd just been knocked out of Leonardo Santos. Mm. So I was coming off a loss, and then they gave me the biggest biggest name I've ever, ever been given, um, maybe other than Paul Felder. But um, yeah, I beat him. So that's yeah. the way I feel. It's, it's t- time for me to shine, I think. Time for me to show that I can hang with the top 15 and, and really make a go at it. If you look at Cowboy, right, he just lost his fourth in a row. Um, he's still ranked. And you're a guy that's right outside of the rankings. It makes sense to me. Like, why not put you guys together? Fight Island's coming up in June. But it, it's kind of weird because Fight Island's supposed to be for international fighters. So most likely you'll fight somebody that's international. I don't think people in the in the U.S. are going to fight on Fight Island. So that kind of makes the matchmaking weird a little bit. Uh, unstable. Well, I think I think they'll still put American fighters on Fight Island as well. Mm-hmm. I think when they're saying international, it's just everyone. Um, like I know they could obviously do the fights in America and keep the American guys together, but I think they'll put the American guys in Fight Island as well, and um, hopefully anyway. But yeah, I like that fight, Cowboy. Uh, and like you said, yeah, he's, he's maybe needing someone like me, someone that's know as big a name and give him a chance to maybe get a win but obviously that's not going to happen I'm going to beat him and, and then it's for it's giving me the chance to get another big name and show that I can do it um, but and then you know his last fight was at Welterweight so he kind of plays the lightweight and Welterweight um, same with Pettis but yeah I'd like to fight either of those two um, Pettis or Killboy Would you go up to Walter Waite to fight one of those guys? Uh, yeah, one of those guys because I suppose they're, it doesn't really matter, I suppose, if you're fighting somebody that's roughly... Um, I used to fight at Welterweight as well. I was small for it, to be honest. Um, I'm not even the biggest of lightweights, but I, if the UFC are paying, I'll, I'll fight a heavyweight. I don't care. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll fight anyway. If they're paying and it makes sense and it then why not? I, I I used to have I would have fought anyway for for free before before I like obviously it was my job, um, but yeah. You know the I guess you gotta just take care of the knee, you know what I mean? Like find a way to to get it healthy as possible, and then then the UFC will most likely come with a some kind of offer for somebody, right? And and I see I see yeah. where your head's at though. I see where your mentality's at, like. I got four fights left. You know, if I get another contract, I get another contract. But if I don't, I'm going to go out there and, and put on a show for four fights. Am I am I correct? Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not thinking, like, this is my last four fights. Mm. But I'm just, what I mean is, like, regardless of how many fights I've got in my contract, I'm just like, my knee keeps giving me bother. So mm. I'm maybe not going to be able to do this for another 10 years. Mm. That's for sure. I'm maybe thinking, like, with the knee the way it is now and it's probably never going to be great again I'm probably thinking like what I've got three years maybe Um, hopefully more but yeah I think I'd get a good three years so I'm like um, uh, yeah give me give me some big names give me a chance to to really show that um, and then like like you said hopefully the knee help um because I suppose confidence comes from your your training ability and how much you put in it. And I, 
it's played mind games with me before. Like even in the Johnson fight, you know, before the fight or, or fight week, I'm like, fuck, I've not trained the way I feel like I should train. I missed that wrestling session and uh, I was sitting on the couch icing my knee and I've and then I've maybe seen a, a video of Michael Johnson doing strength conditioning and it plays with your head a bit. So, um, but yeah, I, I've just got to do what I've got to do. Hopefully that this uh, treatment, um, whether it's the stem cells or this other injection helps the knee. And I, and if, if there is things that obviously flares it up and I'm just going to need to train a bit smarter and, um, get through it but yeah my motivation is like 110 and now i'm like time to get back in shape uh so that when a fight comes uh i'm ready you know rather than being 89 kilo what i started the faster um and you know getting offered the fight and i can't even take it because i'm too fat uh so yeah that's the kind of plan now to bring away it down try and get in shape uh and hopefully see what the UFC come up with. Well, you know, Fight Island is is coming up, man. Hopefully they get you booked on that, and and we'll see you back real quick. Get that knee, get that knee fixed, and and we'll see what happens, man. Thank you, Stevie, man, for the time. Uh, good luck Thanks. with you. Uh, uh, good luck with your daughter, man. Hopefully, you know the the medicine works and it continues to work. And and I and I feel for you, man. Uh, that's I have a daughter too, and that's like the scariest thing to ever go through and i you know it's just i have no words you know what i mean so good luck with all of that and uh and we'll and i will talk again man when you get booked thanks buddy appreciate it F thanks for the time